Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Hey, it's Abigail. And I'm Emily. You're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast. Together, we co-founded the online education company, Think Creative Collective. But we weren't an overnight success. It took building nine different businesses with everything from a failed cupcake shop to a website design company and everything in between. We tell it like it is. There is no time for sugar-coated strategies. We're your biz fairy godmothers here to dish out aha moments and light bulb dings. Join us on our journey to building a million-dollar business. We'll give you behind-the-scenes tips and tricks that jumpstarted our own success as self-made entrepreneurs and marketing gurus. Here on the Strategy Hour, you'll hear from hotshot creatives and business tycoons. Listen in on candid conversations and learn the best strategies that helped others lay their foundations and skyrocket their businesses online. We know that success isn't that far out of your reach. We know that with intentional strategy, a plan, and a tribe of people who get you, you can make anything happen. So put your socks on, pour a fresh cup of coffee, and let's get into some strategy. friends, welcome to another episode. We're going to do the Boss Talk series yet again, but this time we have a new special guest for you. Are you excited? It's our internet siren. Can you guess who it is? Hello, <laughs> Courtney Foster Donahue. Yay! <laughs> hey. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys are unfamiliar with how this works, We pick a question, we ask the question, and we only discuss it live for you guys. It's a roundtable discussion. Sometimes it goes on tangents, but that's just the name of the game. But we're excited to jump right in. So a topic that has come up many a time, how do you deal with people not understanding what you do for a living? This is a good one because... I don't know that I deal with it very well. So I'll I'll tell you this. And I think um, someone asked this question the other day in another group I'm in. They're like, you know, because in this online world, especially if you're you're an entrepreneur at all, people, when you tell them, you know, I own businesses or I own a business or whatever, the response is usually either like, if you say I have found in my experience, if you say I'm an entrepreneur, there's this negative connotation, like, ah, you're doing things to make money, which I don't even know what that means. But if I say, oh, I own a business, 
And I find it very peculiar, but people are more receptive to that. Mm -hmm. And it's either, oh, good for you, or, you know, I know someone who owns a business, maybe you can help them. So it becomes like this weird sort of thing. But, you know, for me, I don't know that I handle it beautifully. I just... I don't. I made this joke the other day in a group. Someone said, you know, what do you say? And uh, I said, I honestly, <laughs> this is terrible. Um, I don't know if this is like a good lesson for podcast listeners right now. But <laughs> I don't always tell the truth. Yep. Same. I lie. If someone same. says, what do you do for a living? I say, uh-huh, I'm in marketing. Uh-huh. Which is such a tip of the iceberg representation of what I do. Yep. <laughs> And, you know, this has been my life. I I didn't work a nine to five corporate job ever. I've never worked in corporate America. Maybe I'm whatever. But, you know, before I owned my businesses, I was an actor. I was a professional full-time actor for years. You're really good at lying is what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But also I'm used to super awkward conversations around my you know, my employment. What do you do? Right. Like working full-time in theater is people assume you're terribly poor, Mm -hmm. terribly idealistic in all the wrong ways. And I would often, you know, when I was a full-time performer, I made pretty good money too, because I was a full-time performer. I was pretty good. You worked. (laughs) Yeah, I was working. Um, Imagine that. (laughs) Get people asking, what do you do? And you'd say, I'm an actor. I'm a singer. Oh, that's cute. You know, Uh, (laughs) like driving a not beater car and looking like, you know, put together and not, you know, whatever. And, um, oh, great. What does your husband do? Mm -hmm. So I have always sort of, when people ask me that question, I internally cringe and I've carried it over into being an entrepreneur. So I just lie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I also lie. And I do this thing where I don't, I don't really correct people in their, their sometimes assumptions. This just happened to Abby and I, we were together at an event a week or so ago and someone was asking what we did. And I said, Oh, actually like Abby and I work like, I think I said like, you're my partner co-founder or something. Like I used a word like that. I said it correctly. You know, we own or work for, we founded, you know, an online education company is how we describe it. And the woman who was listening, I get that that's like not maybe the normal response that you probably hear from people. So she probably just like, it went in one ear as one thing. Mm -hmm. And so she assumed that like, we both work for a company called Think Creative Collective. And so she was asking like, oh, are, are they headquartered here? Which they are because we live here and that's that's where we founded it. So we we're like, oh, yep, you think right. that we work. Oh, okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just not going to go down this like, no, we actually own it. We're the CEOs. Because then it's like this weird conversation of like, what does it matter if I'm correcting you? I'm, I'm probably not really going to talk to you again. Mm-hmm. So uh, just you can believe whatever you want. Well, <laughs> I'm a super introvert, so I take the path of least resistance. Yes. I'm in marketing. Yes. Sure. No, I can see that. I want to tell people that I'm the CEO of an online education company, but generally, depending on my audience, most people like look at me like they don't believe me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, meh, okay, you're yeah. the CEO. You're not even well, 30. Like, and here's what I've dealt with, and this is my own shit. So, like, this is me making assumptions or like getting my feelings into a corner for some other reason. Yeah. But 
So I started business as a photographer and I, I've also never worked in corporate world. I've never had a quote real job. Like I went from different jobs in college to starting my own business. And I started as a photographer, built a profitable, successful photography business that I then used to turn around and start teaching other photographers how to do the same thing. And then I met Abby and now you guys know TCC, et cetera. But I started as a photographer. So a lot of my family that I see like once a year still thinks that I do photography, which is fine. Like that, there's nothing wrong with that. But I get... I get this weird shit built up when they're just like, oh, are you still like taking pictures? Are you still doing like, are you just doing photography these days? And I'm like, no, bitch, it's this whole big, huge thing. And like, you know, I want to like spout all these numbers and like really cool stuff that we've done and like try to tweak it. But their brains just can't understand how the internet works. And so I just like, well, how do you explain to them you also own a princess party company? <laughs> you know what? People <laughs> grasp onto that with yeah. no trouble at all. I see and that. It's kind of infuriating because to me, that's like the weird thing. Like that's the more out there thing. Um, and what's really funny now, so I mean, like full transparency, my family doesn't know what I do. For all they know, I'm... Uh, I work for the CIA. I mean, <laughs> when I when I hear back from them, their perception of what I do, I'm like, oh right, I have not been clear, and yeah, and I own a million dollar, you know, yeah. Company. So it's not yeah. like oh, I just got this online thing, and I'm kind of mm-hmm. dabbling. But no, I mean, it's a it's a thing. We've got four full time employees. Like we're you know we're a business. We're a thing. Yeah. What's funny and uncomfortable and irritating and also just, you know, damn it all (laughs) is Uh when I talk to people who have known me for years, they'll say, oh, good for you. That sounds great about the business. Once they kind of click and it makes sense. Are you going to go back to acting? And then those are the same people who used to say when I was acting full time, but when are you going to get a real job? So it's like, you can't, you can't please them all. And it's a funny thing. People's uh, capacity to understand something and process mm-hmm. things. And I think it's, I, I don't know if there's a lesson here, but I think it's that people tend to put things in boxes and people tend to want to take this kind of different uh, concept, this different lifestyle, being an entrepreneur, this, you know, and not just an entrepreneur, but the actual business I own is an unusual idea to mm-hmm. the non online business owning folks that people just want to put it into the box that feels comfortable. So it's yeah, oh, and safe. Do like what on Shark Tank, they talk about XYZ. No. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you must do like that thing, you know, I saw uh, like so-and-so does. No. Mm-hmm. And at some point for me, and this might just be like an overly sensitive thing, a princess reaction of sorts, but I kind of want to insulate myself from the, <laughs> the silliness of those conversations. Sure. That's where I'm going to go to as silly yeah. as it is, whatever. Yeah is just to kind of say, I'm in marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to just, you know. I, I have this like, I don't, I don't know. I have no filter. Emily knows this anyway. <laughs> but when people ask me real questions, I mean, I'll give them the answer. I mean, depending on the audience, it's it's hard. But lately, a lot of people have been asking like, because they saw something online. Oh, you just did XYZ. How did it go? Mm-hmm. So I tell them, and when they literally don't know what to say back. So I was mm-hmm. literally just in the car with my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law. And my brother-in-law is our financial advisor. So he actually like understands that there's income coming in. Like, I know <laughs> he knows that we make money. <laughs> he gets it. His wife, who's amazing, 
I don't know what she thinks because she never says anything. But we're sitting in the car and he's like, how did it go? And I was like, oh, we just had this on. She knows awesome. And things are going great. And we brought in about 60,000 and blah, blah, blah. And like dead silence. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel so bad. And I because I'm not saying those numbers to brag. But when you ask me, I'll tell you because I'm transparent. But then sometimes afterwards, I'm like, I don't know the last time you saw $60,000. Well, you know, and it's an interesting thing because when I was in, when I was a full-time actor, the way people, it's so silly. People always have the yardstick in the box. They're trying to put you in a box and then measure what you're doing to figure out whether or not you're successful. So as an actor, that yardstick was, you know, how big of a part is it and Mm -hmm. how prestigious a theater is this? It was never how much you're getting paid because there's this kind of thing that we all Uh kind of secretly believe in society that actors don't make any money, which is often true, but not always. And so the questions I would get would be, how big of a part is it? And mm-hmm. what theater is it? Not how much you're getting paid because that wasn't really a variable to most people. But now as a business, if you want me, if you want to measure the success of my business, as uncomfortable as talking about money is for a lot of people, the best way to measure the success of my business is to talk money. To, to yeah. And again, that's, that's icky for a lot of people. But I can tell you about the number of lives I've impacted, but that is directly related to the number mm-hmm. of dollars I've made. It's not like the yeah. Oh, well, I've impacted some lives and I'm saving the world. No, we're making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, which, you know, so it's it's a really interesting shift that I, you know, friends from high school and college will ask, how's your business doing? And my response is, want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Good. Yeah. It's great. Good. You know, if I, if I go and I think they think I'm being mysterious and weird or they think does, uh, it, maybe does anyone think you're a celebrity like, at this point? Because there's a couple of our friends that have elevated us and it gets awkward in public situations. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're just like, because, uh, you know, for other business owners, we can talk about the numbers and sure. that side of things. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's exciting. You know, we get it. But in mixed company, it's definitely. Yeah uncomfortable. Thus, the reason I take the path of, of just... I'm in marketing. Living. Yeah. yeah. White lie, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard all the rage about growing an email list. You've been told to nurture your subscribers, add value to them, make them want to open every love note from you. But what about actually converting them? What about having a sequence that makes you money instead of one that just adds to the digital mountain of unread emails? What if you could start selling your signature product, your most popular item, or best-selling service straight from an email? We teamed up with the team over at ConvertKit, our favorite email service provider for small businesses to create an amazing free program for you to do just that. It's called Email Like a Boss, and it not only gets you set up with things like building your landing page, opt-in form, and welcome sequence, but we also help you write the thing. And you even get to try on ConvertKit for free for 30 days so you can get set up and start seeing action in your inbox. Head over to thestrategyhour.com slash email to enroll and get started today. Yep. Unlock everything at thestrategyhour.com slash email. Ever wondered what business books we can't live without? Or where we got that awesome romper? Or even the super practical everyday stuff we can't live without that makes our life just straight up functional? Not only can you shop our closet and our offices, but this is straight up the ticket to find all of our latest faves and raves. All categorized and organized for you in the cutest little shop. We're sharing all of our Amazon finds. Office essentials. Oily supplies photography equipment this mic that makes me sound super sexy dog mom gear that caboodle you've been eyeing again 
And that's just the tip of the iceberg. So forget heading to amazon.com. You need to rewire your brain to navigate to the strategyhour.com slash shop first. Why? Because I bet we already found the best deal and saved it right there for you. Head to the strategyhour.com slash shop now to check it out. So how is it also different since this is what you and your husband both do full time? And like owning businesses and working together, like I feel like it's double the conversation. So maybe previously where it was, oh, cool, you're an actor. What does your husband do? Well, now both of of you own successful businesses and help each other in both businesses. So is that, does that bring another layer to the conversation? Yeah, for sure. I think it's like a double eyebrow raise because I still, and by myself, I still get the, and what does your husband do? And if I Mm -hmm. then say, well, he's my business partner. Oh, all of a sudden you're a Legitimate and yeah. your pursuit yeah. is worthy, lady. So you know, annoying. <laughs> such a soul crushing sort of uh, way to process it. But it's interesting, and I think we've we've found that we both do the same thing. Oh, we've mm-hmm. owned some businesses. Oh, they're going good. Yeah. And then if they push further, we describe them. And it's funny because I'll you know he's got the dog training business. I've got the children's entertainment company. I have the online business. And people always latch on. If it's the two of us, they latch on to the dog training. If it's mm-hmm. just me, they latch on to the princess parties. No one can comprehend or put the online business thing into a box properly because it doesn't yeah. have a box that it fits into. Yeah. So that becomes like the thing of, of zero interest, even though it's yeah. a profitable business. <laughs> For my husband and I, it's probably the most exciting business that we spend uh-huh. most of our time in. If, you, you know, if we're really talking about what's our identity as a business owner, it's mostly related to that. So it's just, it's very strange. And um you know, people will say, good for you, you know, you young kids, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then again, those who have known us for a while eventually circle back to, but are you going to get back into acting? Mm-hmm. And again, the same people who would say, and what else do you do? But do they ever <laughs> get like, do they get confused when they see your house? Like you live in a, you've, you live in a mansion. <laughs> I'm an actual <laughs> mansion. No, but I do live in like a really old. If we don't have like, it looks like a grand southern estate. Well, to me. We, we call it Spark Manor because it's, oh like, it's like the Home Alone house, except yeah. it's like pre-renovations. So sure. it's like glorious and beautiful and busted. We're at, we're in the process mm-hmm. of renovating it. So yeah, I think that I we get a lot of like head scratching and like. Mm-hmm confusion. And I, at some point people just kind of move on to the next topic, but, but definitely have more now family and friends understand that it's me too. But for a Mm -hmm. a long time it was, well, good for Josh. Oh, good for you, man. You're doing great. Josh is killing it. And he, he always has been, but, but I have been too. Yeah, exactly. And until recently, like I owned three businesses and he had mm-hmm. the one and which doesn't matter. Who's keeping score? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But it was just always a very funny, you know, good for you, Courtney. And Josh, yeah. you just, man. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, I think people are getting it more now. Yeah. But, um, it's definitely a challenging conversation. And at some point, it's just not even worthwhile to me because right. people aren't going to understand. And, you know, I, I think above all, I don't tie my self-worth to my business and my business success. I did that as an actor for way too long. Unfortunately, I really tied my self-worth to how long I, you know, how many weeks I had in between this gig and that gig, how much 
uh, space was in between booking this show and the next one. If there's too long a gap of time, obviously I wasn't worth as much and I wasn't as good of an actor, which is just BS completely. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got movie stars who go a couple of years and don't book anything. That's totally normal. So I tied way too much of my self-worth into that. I don't as a business owner anymore. And I do think part of it is I avoid those conversations because who do they serve? Who do they help? Right. You know, no one. A good friend who really cares. Sure. I'll, I'll talk on and on about, right. oh, the show we're going to start producing and oh, this is so mm-hmm. fun. And oh, we had this launch and it was awesome. And, yeah. you know, we'd like three X our numbers. Oh my God. Yeah. But, you know, the person who does my hair or right. no. um, the nice person at the grocery store who's yeah. asking, what do I do for a living? Which, why are you even asking? You know, I just, yeah. I do the same thing where I break it down for a few select group of friends and family mm-hmm. who get it and who want to understand what I do. And so they want all of those kind of nitty gritty details. But to me, Back when, again, this is kind of my own shit, but it it stems for a lot of people. I feel like back when I was like struggling as a photographer or out of college or figuring out business and trying to be profitable or more profitable or whatever, the question of, so what do you do? Truly, like, it honestly doesn't serve anyone. And that, mm-hmm. what I encourage our listeners, at least, if, if this is you, if, if you realize, oh crap, I ask like everyone that within seconds of meeting them, maybe think of something else to bring up. Yeah. Because quite honestly, like, it really doesn't serve anyone to know that information. And I think it truly stems from a place of once I know what you do, I'll know around how much money you make. And then I can fit you in this other kind of box. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the really big issue with people when we tell them what we do in in this type of industry is because they can't automatically put it in a box of, okay, you're a doctor, so you must make a lot of money or you're a teacher, so you don't make a lot of money or whatever, right? We like to put people in those boxes so we can make judgments. Like that's what humans do no judgment on the judgment. It just happens. But if you find yourself being the person that's constantly asking everyone around as soon as you meet them, so what do you do? I really encourage for you to dig deeper yeah. than that. And it's, I think it's biological in a way. Because yes. If you go back to, you know, not to get too nerdy, but as humans, the most basic thing we're trying to keep doing is survive and keep yeah. continuing to make the human race exist. So people ask questions like that when you first meet a new person to determine status. Am I, yep. are you competition for me or not? And we don't, and no one processes it that way, but that's what we're doing. And if we could take a step away from that kind of weird primal thing that it's just BS and in our first world, you know, kind of thing, kind of life doesn't, that doesn't factor in. That is, that stuff doesn't matter. I think then sure we can talk about what we do because it's, you know, it's a big part of who we are, but Mm -hmm. to ask with the kind of it being underscored with, I'm trying to determine whether you're, you know, what your status is, how much you make, you know, whether you're a deadbeat or whether you're ambitious, whatever it might be. I mean, that, that whole mentality is so silly. Yeah. It's so silly. And unnecessary. I don't know if I'm doing, cause I do that all the time. I would like to think that's not why I'm doing it though. I think, yeah, I know for certain that I am like, an incredibly curious person. And I really do like to dig deep into people. But this where to start has always been a struggle Mm -hmm. for me because I want to like go from that to like, tell me everything about your life. Uh And I've been in situations where that has gone terribly (laughs) wrong. (laughs) And I've made it super awkward. So I mean, I've definitely like Abby is the queen of awkward. (laughs) She wears that crown. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's a gift. (laughs) 
It's a title to wear with pride. Yes, yes. <laughs> I do it because I'm genuinely curious and I love when people come back with like the craziest things like, mm-hmm. oh, I do X, Y, Z. Like I, when I was a kid, my mom would tell me about the things she did like for jobs. And I always remember that I would tell myself, I just hope one day my resume is as interesting as my mom's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when I finally got to the point where I felt like it's probably just as interesting at this point, (laughs) I was like, I made it. So now it's like a mission to find out how interesting people's backgrounds are. But I I love love that perspective. And I don't think you're in the minority there. I, I guess I'm sort of coming from the, you know, the person who cuts my hair, the person who... It's those in Fight Club, the single serving conversations. Yeah. If anyone mm-hmm. seen that movie, yeah. he talks about that. And that's the thing as an introvert, I loathe. So like yes. let's sit down and talk about how we make an impact on the world and the things we do and all the cool shit you do. But yeah. like, for me, it's the resistance to like, don't put me in a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm more than my well, and- more than that. The second you tell the wrong person that you're in marketing, all of a sudden Ugh. you're sitting there giving free advice for yep. three hours. Then that's the whole I've made that mistake with my hairstylist, or I'm like, I'm not, uh, this is not what's happening here. I'm paying you for what you're doing to me right now, so I'm you don't get me for three hours as an yeah. Instagram strategist. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, this is just kind of a side note, kind of funny thing I'm just remembering, but I went to a party a couple of months ago and I'm a new mom. You know, you guys know my son, he's about 10 months old. And at the time he was, you know, eight months. I was going to a party of people that don't know anything about me or what I do. Like no one, but like the one, the dad there is a mutual friend of my husband's and he's my friend too. Him and his wife know me. But that was it. I don't know anyone else there. So it was a very oh, like unusual nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> and so someone said, now, what do you do? Are you a stay-at-home mom? Blah. And I actually, no, right? That's normally my reaction. And I had this out-of-body experience where I like I stepped away and I was in the corner of the room looking down at myself being asked this question that any other era, like any other part mm-hmm. of my life, I would have cringed. I would have said, no, I do X, Y, Z. And Okay, because I told you I lie, right? Yes. <laughs> I said yes. <laughs> Which is so silly. And like it's so there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mom. That's just not me at all. If you right. know anything about me, right. that's not me. But I just said, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Listen, I haven't gone that far into that lie because I'm still in cringe mode when I get asked that. But that is something I wanted to ask you is for so if I dive into, I own my own business and then it it generally goes into, oh my gosh, do you have offices or do you get to work from home? Mm-hmm. Oh, I work from home. Oh, that must be incredible getting to spend so much time with your daughter. Oh, and now I, I am the mother who, so my husband has a job outside of like, he works for corporate America. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like he's out Monday through Friday, eight to five. I'm at home mm-hmm. for my productivity and my sanity. I have to have out of home childcare mm-hmm. for me to get stuff done. So I take Penny to the sitter four days a week and I work and then we hang out on weekends and I don't work nights or weekends and we're off on Mondays and mm-hmm. it's great. That schedule, that routine for us is perfect. Yeah. And so I want like, I am the advocate for like, no, like stay home, work with your kids. If you can be productive, do that. If you can't get outside childcare, if you want a nanny, do that. Like I'm all for like choosing the route that like is going to work for you and your family. And so it, it like hurts me when people are just like, 
oh, so you've built a business and you get to be at home and then now Penny's there all the time. Because then I feel A, like an asshole for being like, no, actually, she's not here because I actually need to get work done. But also like, don't just assume that I can, that I do that or want to do that. Well, and I have a little bit of bitterness around that because a lot of me creating this online business and being able to work from home is when I first began all this stuff a few years ago, I thought... I feel misled now a little bit, but I thought that I really could keep running this business and simultaneously somehow, I don't know how, why I would think this. I thought that too. I really did. I was sure it would, I was sure it all worked because I'm pretty good at like the work life balance stuff. I am easily one of the most efficient, productive people I've ever known. Um, I produce things quickly. I don't waste, you know, I, I'm 80, 20 life all the way, yep. but whoo. You know, it's it's funny because you tell people you work for yourself and it's romanticized as this mm-hmm. laptop lifestyle working for the mm-hmm. beach thing. And I work now more than I ever worked working for someone else. And I like it because it's fulfilling and it's on my terms, but I work way more. Yep. It's, that's starting to shift a little bit for the positive, but I work more. I have way more responsibility, of course. Yeah. We have childcare full time now and there's no other way I can do it. Now I could scale the business back and, and do it, but... I like the impact. I don't want to. But I do want to. And I love the idea that Hike will will grow up watching me and and Josh run these businesses and, you know, set this example of what you can have if you want. Not everyone needs to be or should be an entrepreneur, but the whole idea of freedom of being able to do that thing. I want to set that example for him. And so the sacrifice is I don't see him every waking minute of every day, but I don't need to. I don't need to. No, that's necessary. Let me miss you to love you, please. (laughs) I will say that now that we've shifted to having like the, well, I say full-time childcare, but it's five days a week for about six hours. So pretty close. Now that we've shifted to that, I think that the quality of the time that I do spend with workers, I'm not... I'm not doing this baby on one arm, uh, cell phone on the other hand, trying to, you know, catch up on email, you know, get caught up on the inbox and social media things and whatever, and put out this fire and that fire and simultaneously be entertaining my, you know, developing child. So I, I love that. And I think that, um, it's so romanticized unnecessarily and, you know, it's this, oh, you get to work from home and therefore you can be like the best mom ever and Mm -hmm. freedom and blah, 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 blah. No. I'm still the best mom ever on on these terms. Yeah. Well, not to shift the conversation a little bit, but before we go, I definitely wanted to touch on an article that Courtney just posted this, I think it was this morning about non-threatening strategies for women. I saw that. And it's an excerpt from Sarah Cooper's latest book, how to be successful without hurting a man's feelings. (laughs) Y'all, this is the most hilarious and horrifying article I've seen in a long time. So good. And I read it and I was like, you know, I never worked in corporate America, so I didn't quite have to do some of those things. But I mean, you certainly do that in any workplace, but mm-hmm. not just men, but I actually, I read some of the the joke version, like the things you, you know, quote unquote should say instead, which is, you know, it's a satire, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I quote should say 
I realized I often do that because it looks less threatening and I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to, you know, every woman want to be bossy, God forbid. A bossy, yeah. It's just like, I'm not bossy. I am the boss, but, yep. <laughs> but I, I actually read that and it was a little bit too like looking into a mirror for some of those. And it definitely made me realize, hmm, I need to just say what the bleep I mean, yep. you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm scrolling through some of these and I thought the exact same thing of like, oh, I've definitely used that longer version of the Mm -hmm. response or whatever, instead of just being like straight into the point. The thing that the one that really stuck out to me, because I do this a lot in my actual relationship, is the I have an idea is perceived as threatening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the non-threatening version is I'm just thinking out loud here. And I do the I'm just thinking out loud here Uh so often when I'm just like, no, this is what I want to do. And this is where I think the like what I think the best idea is. So Uh it's just funny. It's a it's it's meant as a joke, but it also kind of turns the mirror on a lot of stuff. I do this one with my with my sweet, wonderful, wonderful husband, but he'll bring up something that's like, oh my gosh, can you believe this? And the threatening version is I'm the one who taught you. You this <laughs> the non-threatening version is oh I'd love for you to explain it to me I myself he'll say something he'll find an article that says something that I talked at with him for like an hour about and yeah. he even like seemed interested in what I was saying and he'll be like, oh my god can you believe this and I'll be like oh yeah tell me about that <laughs> tell me yeah. about that. that's so interesting I've never heard it before yeah the, it's all new it's all yeah. new yeah the one that stuck out to me because I've struggled with managing people, mm-hmm. good or bad, nonetheless. The threatening version is send me the presentation when it's ready. The mm-hmm. non threatening version is, hey, smiley face, smiley <laughs> face. Can I take a peek at that presentation real quick when it's ready? Thanks, smiley face, smiley face. <laughs> it's like, a hundred percent. I have done that. Like, oh, yeah. and it's wonderful things with, with positive emojis. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And then yep. you throw in like a gift to sort of break up the tension yes. and you do yes. without the quote threatening version. Oh, absolutely. And I might still be doing some of that forever because it's funny, but I do oh, think yeah. now and it's a gift that's like, ha ha ha, yay. <laughs> yes. Sure. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on <laughs> and doing this boss talk roundtable discussion with us. Hopefully it gave some people some insight that like th- sometimes these kind of conversations are yeah. all awkward turtle for all of us, no matter oh, yeah. how successful or small your business is, or if you're just getting started, and maybe it gave you guys some ideas on how you can respond or (laughs) even ask. Courtney just says lie, but (laughs) just lie, lie about everything. It's fine. Where can people hang out with you online and, and get to know more about what you do? Yes, I'm on the Book of Face. I'm on the gram of Insta. <laughs> you can find me there with my big long name, Courtney Foster Donahue, and also go to CourtneyFosterDonahue.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was a fun combo. Y'all are awesome. Lead generation, page builder, conversion rates. It's all a little bit of online business jargon, right? Except that these things actually matter. Like if you actually take the time to care about them, they can have big impacts on your dollar bills, babe. But who has the time to master that kind of thing? Especially if you'd rather be designing, styling, blogging, coaching, or gramming, right? 
Well, we have good news for you. One of our very first biz investments was in a system that did all of this for us, like drag and drop easy. Literally, we could just boop, dee, da, boop, bop, and bam, we'd have a high converting lead generation machine. Whether it be for our latest webinar, opt-in, thank you page, or upsell, we did it all with lead pages. Lead Pages is truly amazing out of the box. It allows you to publish unlimited landing pages, drive traffic and capture limitless leads, connect your tools like ConvertKit, Shopify, or Squarespace, easily experiment and optimize so you can get the best conversion for your business. You can try Lead Pages now for free by heading to thestrategyhour.com slash leadpages. Don't worry about learning all this tech stuff yourself. Trust in the pros by using Lead Pages. Thanks for listening to the Strategy Hour podcast. For show notes, links, downloads, and other awesome resources, head to thestrategyhour.com. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to the both of us if you'd take a minute to leave a review. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen next time as we dish out some more awesome strategy. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.